forever. Dog. Hello. Hello! Welcome to Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod. I'm Andrew Farmer. And I'm Anna Dresden. And thanks for joining us again. Honestly, thank you for taking your little thumb and doing a couple little doot doots, <laughs> I was, finding your way here. I was just telling Anna about a very like bizarre club bar restaurant I went to yesterday that's very close to where this is, that I believe is called Clifton's. Yeah, Clifton's Cafeteria? Yes. This, the cafeteria part is the scary part. Yeah, the history is that it used to be a massive cafeteria, but now it is kind of an adult rainforest cafe. <laughs> and not an adult in like nude photos everywhere. Adult it's not like, like boobs instead of toucans. <laughs> it's still food. It's still a theme. Yeah, it is. It is admittedly very cool. There are like different themed rooms. There's it feels very kind of shining ballroom. It looked like if a goth wedding had a really good budget. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's the the vibe there when I went in. So I was like, everyone kind of looks like an Evanescence music video background actor. Yeah. And I like that vibe. We love that. Yeah. It also it also feels very likely that, <laughs> like, I'm telling Anna about this, and then, like, she looks it up online. It's like, that place burned down four years ago. Burned to the ground. <laughs> Firebomb from the inside. I do uh, – I love that – your husband, Chris, he loves um, – he's he, got a good heart. He loves a themed – He actually would be a really good um, horror movie spouse. He's like, I love this house. Yeah. In fact, he does a lot of – I we mentioned in our last episode, like, he did the thing when I was out of town for Christmas where he, like, lit a candle in the bathroom and looked at his face in the mirror for two minutes straight. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is also, like, a, a kind of a red flag. He's like the ghost and him would make a good connection and then you'd be like, Get out of the house! Yeah. And then the ghosts would start attacking the family. I work at Sports Illustrated. <laughs> I drew the staples. <laughs> um, um, but we, we should also say, yeah, um, we're a podcast. We're a podcast. And we talk about the book Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark by Alvin Schwartz. Correct. And the illustrations are by Stephen Gamble. Correct, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it is the scariest living text that we have uh, as Americans. Scary living texts are scary drawings. Um, and we as children loved it. A lot of other, dare I say, millennials mm-hmm. loved it, grew up with it. Um, and I think it, the the drawings and the stories, the stories are so like normcore and the drawings are so beyond complete the assignment of being scary that I think yeah. it warped us into the sort of people who love scary things. So yeah. we will be covering the scary stories to tell in the dark books, one story at a time. Yeah. And giving our little ideas about it. And we'll also be covering uh, other sort of folklore adjacent stories, your mm-hmm. urban legends, your um, internet uh, creepypasta. Creepypastas. Oh, can I have the creepypasta? <laughs> it's so fresh. Is that buckwheat noodle? Mm, it's um, cold. <laughs> and uh, we should say, how about that awesome theme music? The awesome theme music by my by horror movie spouse, Chris Ryan. Chris Ryan. He's a great composer. Good heart, kind to ghosts. Beautiful do you know, composer. <laughs> do you know, like, when, when we asked him to do the theme music, uh, like, how Chris likes to work, he's like, can you, like, give me um, a scenario, like, describe a situation that you feel like the the music feels like? Oh. And, I, and I said, 
riding a bicycle through creepy forest. And he was like, got it. That's... And that is exactly what it sounds like. He nailed it. Nailed it. And also the uh, our like cover artwork. By Bats Langley. Bats Langley. The coolest name. Uh, truly the greatest illustrator name I can imagine. Um, and also a best. good and kind person. Very good and kind person. Yeah, we've worked together a bunch. He's just the nicest guy. You should absolutely check out his work. And Chris Ryan's, both of them. Also in his Twitter bio, he says the name of his spouse, which I think is yeah, very classy. I think that's very sweet. His spouse is Nick Clark Spear, who's also that. very lovely. Um, we love a tag. We love a tag. Um, so I think it's my turn to It's your turn to do a, a story. Scary story. It's so hard. I'm amazed that you were able to pick one. And you had to do the inaugural one last week. I did. Yeah. Well, I leave things till the last minute and I'm bad at preparing. So I think that helps with making decisions. The story I picked today um, is related. Okay. So I picked a story from the first scary stories told in the dark. Good. It's called A New Horse. Um, and, yes. And why I. Yes. Yeah. You know it. Uh, yeah. I have a lot to say about this story. I'm very <laughs> sorry, dear listener. Yeah. This... I'm about to pop off. Pop <laughs> <laughs> and my like precursor to this story is I was obsessed with these books when I was uh, a kid, obviously, mm-hmm. and I was um, in a Catholic elementary school and in I think – oh, no. Actually, I, I take – no, I think it was. I was in like second grade and my teacher was very like receptive to the fact that I like scary stories so much. And at some point around Halloween, she asked like each student to like – um, recount a scary story from this book, which I thought was like a very cool thing to do. Wow. Like, and then she was fired and shot. <laughs> um, no, she was the best. She was kind of a, an upset in the school because it was a Catholic school, but she was a like indigenous mystic. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Like uh, she was, I, I forget what, um, what tribe she was from, but she then like, she did get fired cause she had an affair with, Another teacher who was a communist. And then so she moved disappointed to... you didn't say student. <laughs> I know that that's really awful. No, but her kind of claim to fame. I think that a reason like communist. she was truly a dear, sweet woman who also when I had surgery on my feet when I was uh, nine, her gift to me was that she adopted a wolf for me. <gasps> that was that teacher? Yeah, that was that teacher. Sorry to yell, dear listener. No, no, no. Um, uh, no the wolf's name was Loki. And she oh. was just the greatest. Um, but – uh, she had all of us like read um, or like, you know, read the story and then instead of reading it out loud, like describe it. And and oh. someone who read this story, one of my one of my classmates just completely went off the rails like it was not the story at all. And I remember being like, what is going on here? And I think I don't remember really, but I'm wondering if she was a horse girl. You know what I mean? And she was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to pick New Horse as my scary story. I'm not even going to read it. I'm just going to think about horses. She embellished while yeah. embellishing. It was a very loose adaptation of what, what she told. Um, no, that's but, wrong. But this is the story itself. Okay. And should I describe the illustration beforehand or afterwards? Um, I think what we should do is describe the illustration at the part of the story <gasps> yeah, that it that sort it of happens. Yep, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Here we go. New Horse. There were two young men who worked together on a farm. Bad. Already bad. bad. Yeah. I don't like where this is going. They also shared a room. Mm-hmm. Now it becomes a little interesting. Now I like it. Yeah. Now I'm rooting for them. <laughs> <laughs> they're brave. Yeah. They're brave. Pride. And uh, it's pride. 
And it's brave. This is coming out after Pride, but a new we're horse, still proud. A new horse for Pride is is a contemporary <laughs> scary story to tell the dog. It's about the thinnest gay man in the world. <laughs> and he's getting a horse. Okay, a new horse for Pride. <laughs> okay. I can't use the old one. <laughs> Giselle. Um, that's the old horse. Yeah. Okay, so they also shared a room. One slept at the back, and the other slept near the door. Uh, Which is... That's, I love that these stories always have these, like, quaint, like, sun-washed yeah. barn-style details that are, like, not right. necessary. We don't even know their names. But, but we, we know, know where one... they sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it really... I think, and this is like a thing that I really do love about these stories, is that um, it is as though a grandparent is telling you something that happened to their friend 70 years ago. Yeah, where the details sort of take some right angles where you're like, I didn't need that. Right. But then also they're like, well, then and, and later when, you know, his baby accidentally shot his wife, it's like, well. <laughs> Could you? Yeah, yeah, that's the story. Was it her baby as well? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one slept at the back and the other slept near the door. As time went on, the young man who slept near the door, such an insane thing, such an insane descriptive quality. Now this person is the one who sleeps near the door. I also will say that the young man who slept near the door does sound like an Oscar bait movie that would get, Mm. like, it would go so hard for all categories and then get maybe, like, sound mixing. And then it would (laughs) would just look like an idiot because it was, like, this soulless, like, gassy movie. It's like Tom Holland playing his first gay character. Yeah. And he's working so hard at it. He would, like, in interviews about it, he would talk about how he thought about his wife during the love scenes. (laughs) And it would just make you hate the whole movie. (laughs) Um, So as time went on, the young man who slept... Oh. The young man who slept near the door began to look pale, thin, and sickly. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. He was always extremely tired and was barely able to do his work. Honestly, relate. (laughs) His friend asked what was wrong. If you went through what I go through every night, you'd look bad too, he said. Oh. This part, the fact that he knows what's happening every night and waited until his fellow farmhand asked is, that feels, that is why this is a gay narrative. (laughs) I know. I'm like, yeah. Honey, if you went through what I go through. I'm this guy's friend where like if something small happens to me, I talk about it for three days immediately as soon as it happens. And then he's dealing with something really massive and just like doesn't talk about it. Yeah, that's true. No, it, it, <laughs> um, if, you went through, if you went through what I go through every night, you'd look bad too, he said. A witch turns me into a horse and rides me all over the countryside. Yes. Great. Get it out. Brag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wait, what what are their names? We should know. Man who sleeps near the door is Okay. If this was a if this was like a Randy Blue sort of like uh that's like a I don't know. That's like a a brand of of like gay softcore. Oh, okay. Um it would be it feels like Tyler and <laughs> Cooper. S- yeah. Uh-huh. Or what do you think? I feel like guy who doesn't sleep near the door has a monosyllabic name. Tad. Ben. Ben, yeah. Where it's like weirdly biblical and you're like, what's your story? Right. What's your parent? Were your parents Mennonites? How'd you get here? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So who slept near the door we're saying is Ben. No. No, that's That's Tyler. Tyler. And then Ben is the other one. Yeah. So Tyler's just said, a witch rides me every night across the countryside. 
You can't not. That's why I look pale and tired. You have to. <laughs> um, so then Ben says, let me sleep in your bed tonight, said his friend. Then we'll see what happens. Okay, this story is hotter than this I remember. This is a very odd story. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say let's trade beds. Uh, gay tricks. Gay tricks. <laughs> oh, which turns me into a horse. Anyway. A new gay trick. We should switch beds. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's such a niche uh, kink. Bed switching. Yeah. Nothing sexual. It's not sexual. It just is let me sleep in a different bed, which honestly I get. It's yeah. fun to sleep in other It's kind of beds. an ASMR like tingle. something about it is pleasurable, but it's a tingle. It's, it's not more a, of a comfort than right. an excitement. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that night, the friend, Tyler. No, Ben. Oh, ben. my God. I'm, I've made this so much more confusing than it has to be. That night, the friend lay down in the bed near the door and went to sleep. Around midnight, an old woman came into the room. She stood over the friend. Mm, it's like how old, you mm-hmm. know? I, yeah. Like, in what time? What do we mean? She's 38. Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> Awful. She stood over the friend and mumbled some strange words over him. She was probably being like, hi, how are you? Yeah. I, I'm so sorry. She's strange. This is actually my home, and uh, you guys have been squatting here, and I feel so bad, but I have company coming. Which? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's so old and weird. Yeah. Hi. Anyone who doesn't want you to squat in their home is a witch. Truly. Um, his eyes were open, but he couldn't move a muscle. Then she slipped a bridle on him. Mm. Okay. And before he knew it was happening, she had turned him into a horse. Honestly, he could do worse. What was he doing before? Farmhand? Being a farmhand? Why? Yeah. Like, doing what? Shoveling, shoveling manure. Well, this, it, this story shows you why she needs a horse, and I think it's legitimate. Right. Also, it's like, you know, conserve, conserve horses. If you, instead of buying a horse, transform somebody into one. Tyler, your best quality is that you get turned into a horse, <laughs> and now it's Ben's turn. The next thing he knew, she was riding him across the fields at breakneck speed, beating and whipping him to make him go faster. Soon, they came to an old house where there was a party going on. There was a lot of music and dancing, and everybody seemed to be having a great time. Mm-hmm. The old woman hitched him to a fence and went inside. I love the idea that, like, what a witch does is just go to a party. She... Needed to get to the party, and she did not have a horse. Right. What she did have was access to witchcraft and a farmhand. To guys who were D, Y, and F of C. (laughs) (laughs) This does feel like, by the time this this is on the website, it will no longer be Pride, but this does feel like a very good Pride story. It's a Pride episode. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, I got turned into a horse by a witch. She you rode me. You look tired. What did you do? Agatha rode me as a horse all the way to that party at the Eagle and hitched me outside. There was music and dancing, and I was a horse outside. Yeah, I'm having such intense deja vu right now. Sorry, I like couldn't engage because I was like, "Oh my god, God is real." <laughs> Is who I assume does deja vu. I don't what know. What if this? What if this whole podcast just turns into God friended me? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that show deserved. Yeah, I don't know. God expressed Himself to me through our niche '90s podcast. People get angry at <coughs> shows for being high concept, which yeah. I also do. 
Mm-hmm. But then the only things I want to pitch are like I would have bought that show. The guy's a stick. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So while while the witch was gone, the farmhand rubbed against the fence until mm-hmm. finally the bridle came off and he turned back into a human being. Then he grabbed the bridle and went into the house. When he found the old witch, he spoke those same strange words over her that she said over him. Okay, that this, that feels unbelievable because I don't think that he would have listened to what she said. <laughs> First of all. Second of all, like... Imagine being a guest at this party. <laughs> yeah, this really sweaty, yeah. elderly woman. Yep. I want to say 36. She comes in. She's been dancing and having a great time. So, and then a She's farmhand so from much fun. down the road enters. Mm-hmm. He's holding a bridle. Yeah. He speaks some strange words. And then the party guest, your witch friend, turns into a horse. This is why I don't go to parties. Mm-hmm. What would would that break up the party, do you think? Or would that be more of I just feel like, like no a... one would notice. <laughs> it would be like two catty people talking in the corner about how everyone at the party is bad at dancing, but they haven't been dancing. Like, they would notice. <laughs> That's They'd very true. It. That's very true. Um, he slipped the bridle over her and turned her into a horse. Then he jumped up on her back and rode off on her. In the house? That's the big question. Maybe it's in a barn? Probably, maybe. I'm guessing it was not a shoes off facility. <laughs> um, he rode her to a blacksmith and had her fitted with horseshoes. This is where I, I've, I've already been on her side and now I full, she didn't put horseshoes on him. No. Also at night? Yeah. There's a craftsman who's knock, open. Knock, knock, knock. Right. Hi, I'm Tyler. This is my naked horse. She got one bridle and no shoes. Let's fix it. So what kind of farmhand money does he have? He doesn't have his wallet with him. Right. How is he paying? It's another Randy Blue question. I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> she, and also, that's just a... I forget. Do, do horseshoes hurt horses? Not if you're doing it I right. think it's one of those things where they tell you it doesn't, but there's no way it doesn't hurt. Right. Where they're like, it's fine it, they like it mm-hmm. like no yeah it's like my fish loves music like how the hell do you know <laughs> sorry get a job i'm thinking about a very specific <laughs> very specific okay? situation andrew sobbing just weeping. <laughs> <laughs> your fish hates it let him free um so he fits her with horseshoes after that he rode her to the farm where she lived with her husband <gasps> cucked by a horse yeah, that's okay. I have a pretty good filly here, he told her husband, but I need a stronger one. Would you like to trade? Again, this is a sociopathic move. This person, this is, um, yeah. This Psychopathic. Is, this is sort of like when you wrong someone a little bit and then they respond in a way that lets you know that they had a really bad childhood. Yeah. And this is where this is where we get to the point where there is the picture. Yes. Um, the illustration, which... On the outset is a little bit more of a cartoonish illustration. Yeah. It's a it's um a proportionally incorrect horse with a huge head and a little body. But it does there is something quite haunting about this which is front two hooves totally normal. Back two hooves pumps. One is a foot, one is a pump. Which is hard to walk in. Yeah. Also head same size as body. Body a triangle. Yep. And human eye. Human eye, a uh, lot of fluid dripping from the Lots nose. Lots of fluid. Always with the Stephen Gamble, always with the roots and the drips. <laughs> roots and drips. Roots and drips. R&D. Um, he, 
Oh, the thing it was I gonna say. Oh, it looks like a Google Earth mistake. Like you know, in the, yeah, or when like it, a like, panoramic, sca- yeah, shot. panoramic photo yeah. of like a dog running on a beach and it's just a head and a tail. Like it looks a little <laughs> bit like that. I love the ones where it's a head and a tail and one leg. But yeah, it's moving at a supersonic <laughs> speed, and so you're like, what? What would the biology of this? What would the anatomy of this creature? Where does the poop go? <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's that illustration. It's, it's pretty tame as far as, as far as the illustrations go. Yeah. But that pump, that single pump. Yes. On the one shit, on the one. Troubling. Hoof is troubling. Um, okay. So, and I, again, I do just want to reiterate. If, if you've been turned into a horse by a witch, um, first let's try using our words to be like, can you not do that to me anymore? Can you turn anything into a horse like a rock? Does it have to be a you know, sentient creature? Could we turn a, you know, a, a, ma- a mouse into a horse instead? Because I, I need th- to sleep. I have a theory about all of these stories that this sort of exemplifies that I'll share at the end. Great. I love that. Um, so he's just said, I have a pretty good filly here uh, to the witch's husband. He it's... sells the witch to the husband. He doesn't know it's his wife. It's four in the morning. Right. <laughs> husband is fully dressed. Reading the paper. What a good sport this husband is, I have to say. It you honestly, he would have to be a full nothing in order to like be with a woman who's serving this much energy. <laughs> uh the old man looked her over and agreed to the trade. Oh, I'm sorry, it was a trade, not a sell. Yeah. Not a sale. So they picked out another horse and the farmhand rode away. Here's a question. She already had a horse? Holy shit. Now my allegiance is a little it's not it's not to Ben, but I am a little like, ma'am. What that detail did is sh- shift my blame to the narrator and I now don't believe what they're telling me. <laughs> yeah. No, that's very fair. I mean That's very maybe fair. Maybe she didn't want her husband to know and the horse would have been la- I don't know. Yeah, I that's got true. a lot of Or maybe she just she maybe that was not a like a, a horse you could ride at a breakneck speed. Yeah, yeah that horse go too slow. Yeah. Also like yeah, I, it's it's a kink. Yeah. It can't just be the horse you got. <laughs> That's right. This is definitely, these sort of stories are definitely born. Like, who has this idea? You know? Some creep. Some creep. Um, okay. Uh, her husband led his new horse to the barn. He took the bridle off and went to hang it up. But when he came back, the new horse was gone. Instead, there stood his wife with horseshoes nailed to her hands and feet. Awful. Ghoulish. Awful. Abusive. Abuse. That's abuse. What she did was wrong. What he did was abuse. <laughs> <laughs> you should write you should write slogans for 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 uh, the scary stories. For scary stories. <laughs> yeah. that, my brain is not back on yet. For what? Um that sounds like a lifetime oh, movie yeah. slogan. My, uh, like, bizarre world careers would be person who earnestly writes or markets Lifetime and Hallmark movies mm-hmm. or an agent. I'm always, like, yeah. one dark decision away. Yep, yep. That's um, – I will say – so full disclosure, I own all the books. I forgot them today. I'm reading – I'm reading this um, – it is it is exactly what the store what the book is, but it's from a website called Scary for Kids. But I just want to note that inexplicably they have added at the end of this story an extra sentence, which I feel like, why would you do this? 
The extra sentence after... Bless you. Sorry, it's not a sentence. <laughs> the extra sentence after the end of the story about her hands and feet being nailed with horseshoes says, he took his gun and shot her brains out and that was the last anyone saw of the witch. <laughs> <laughs> like, who did that? this? Oh. Who wrote that? My God. Took a gun and shot her brains out. This is for this is from scary for kids. That is scary That's for awful. kids. That's scary. Who for did me. that? Is this like know. a wiki platform where anyone can add stuff? I, it must be, um, but it does not say. It does not specify who in particular did it. But I, I, <laughs> I do. The comments at the bottom of this one just says last sentence, which my thoughts exactly. Honestly, last sentence that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, also, like, in this reality, guns either don't exist or take forever to, like, use. Right. Also, I feel like that's adding that's adding a whole other layer of dysfunction to their relationship, too. Yeah. Like, he didn't know. He had no idea. We're going to take a pause, and then, honey, we're going to share our thoughts. Woo-hoo! I think I'm... I'm firmly in the witch camp. What's her name? Denit. Denit. Like, yeah. I feel like she's not, she's not, you know, this is like a prairie area. She's not from there. I feel like she's, she's like, not. she's European. She's from like San Francisco. Yes. And like her parents named her an intense Jewish name, but mm-hmm. like their you use. Yeah. And then she was like, I can live anywhere. Like I'll marry. I'll, she's like, yeah. Honestly, like this house costs literally nothing. Right. But I feel like I, – I mean to me, she's a complicated character in that I'm definitely siding with her and yet also it's like there she has a horse. She doesn't need to be turning people She has a horses, horse. You know? Um, what does more, she do during the day? In my in, – in my like – for some reason in my immediate brain space, um, I feel like what she does is she takes sort of like found um, branches and like turns them into art pieces. That very much goes with my thought was that she runs a bad gift shop Mm -hmm. that it's sort of like the shelves are pretty empty and there's like candles, but she's like, oh, I only have that one. I need that for display. (laughs) And then you're like, display for what? Yeah. She's like, have you can, well, what you can do is you take, you take a branch and put some low lighting behind it and it casts a shadow and it's like a found art piece. It's super flammable though. So don't do that. I did. I did not. I did not flame proof it. I didn't. I actually made it worse. (laughs) And it's $100. I dried it the hell out, and it is ready to just burst into flames. And then she goes, And they're like, ma'am? Oh, that's my theory, is that all of these stories could be solved with one word. Ma'am? Ma'am? Ma'am. It's the correct. It's the M test, and I would, uh, you can apply it. To pretty much any story and You're it would solve it. You're absolutely correct. Ma'am? Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> I do. That is one of my favorite. That is one of my favorite interjections. Oh. Ma'am. Makes me laugh. Yeah. I say it to my dog Ladybird all the time who you can hear lightly groaning because that <laughs> yeah. is her permanent state is just a soft groan. I feel like she has something in common with I feel like most Uber and Lyft drivers above a certain age, which is if you noticed – Sometimes, like, when they're making a turn, they go, like, uh, you know, people who are, like, consistently in that, like, uh, oh, 
oh my God, I haven't noticed it, but now I'm going to see yeah, it everywhere. Now, and now I'm always like, is everything okay? Well, that happened to me at a certain age. Like, it's just a... Uh, 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 that actually does bring us back to the story. Uh, <laughs> I do think that this story is a stand-in for um, Lyft mm. and Uber. Yeah. It's a ride share. This is what happens when you collapse the natural taxi company right. market. You're worried about your Lyft driver talking to you too much? Listen. How about how about your Lyft driver speaks some strange words, you're paralyzed, and suddenly you're a horse. And your ass can't sleep next to the door no more. <laughs> you got to sleep by the back. <laughs> I I do think like when Ben went back to Tyler and was like, oh, I totally took care of it. Would Would Tyler then feel like... Cheated out of a horse. Yeah. Or, yeah, or like, just sad. Or like, I didn't tell you not to. I didn't tell you to do that. Yeah. I just told you I'm exhausted. Wait, what? You called my boss and yelled at him for the thing I vented to you about? Are you fucking? That's my job. Right. This is Tyler's job. Yeah. This he is, horse. <laughs> yeah. The, the, ben has been like, what does Tyler do? Why like, does Tyler have so day? much money? I never <laughs> see him. He always calls out. No, it's like I don't know if he's like one of those people who like goes to a place where just like old rich men take pictures of his feet or like whether or which yeah. is turning into a horse. Because he does have student loans, <laughs> but he doesn't like working. So it's like, what? How rich are your parents, <laughs> Tyler? Yeah, I definitely feel like now if I'm if I were to meet someone, they're like, I'm a farmhand. I'd be like, okay, your dad owns, you know. I don't know, Febreze. Like, this is not a real thing. (laughs) I'm a farmhand. Your dad owns Febreze. (laughs) Tyler. I know, it's so weird. I was so on Ben's side. I know, and then... he he seems hot. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out he's a secret handful. Who would you cast? Oh, I love this. Yeah. Um, it does sort of feel like, um, Ansel Elgort... Is yeah. Ben? Mm-hmm. It's got to be. It's a bigger mm-hmm. part. Yeah. And then Tyler could be maybe a Brendan Scannell. Oh, that's fun. Or, yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah. He like, might, yeah. He Especially might be, on like, if you've been through what I go through every night. Yeah. That yeah. feels right. I don't know. He might be too identifiable with. I feel like our Tyler needs to mm. be a little bit of a nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, Who's pitch that? yourself. Put yourself put yourself out there. Email us. If you think you're, if you think you're a Tyler. Um, Who would you cast? I think those. I think Ansel Elgort is right on. Um, someone who's kind of wild. I mean, that definitely sort of a baby driver vibe. Yeah, you know, I think that. I think that works. I think for the witch, there's like several different directions. Oh, to go there's in. so many. My mind gravitates to Rosie Perez. <laughs> you know, that's good. Yeah, I think especially just like, um, at the party. Like, I'm just trying to think of like who would take a horse to a party. That's a good point. Yeah. And Rosie Perez, I feel like would. I feel like a Rosie Perez, um, depending on the budget, <laughs> maybe like a Sandra O. Oh. oh, that's fun. That's a that's a different direction that is also very fun. Um could also honestly, I feel like the direction for the witch might be bad actor though. Mm. I don't know if we yeah. can have someone who's good. Kind of like the Troll Two woman. Have you ever seen the movie? I have never seen that movie, but I hear Yeah, a it's lot. nuts. It's nuts. See it live, not live. See it like in a theater if you can. I think you know who it would be is some sort of like, uh, uh, someone who would, who like was on a sitcom in the nineties and yeah. is now like Christian anti-vaxxer. I I don't yeah I was about to say Patricia Heaton I don't know that she's anti-vax but she no. definitely she's I know she's a 
self-proclaimed Christian and and was on Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh my God! Or you know, and you know, Patricia Eaton's certainly not a bad actor, um, but also Jane Krasinski, who was oh in yeah, Jane Kesmerick. Jane Kesmerick. Yeah, I I see that direction. I do think that it's someone who needs to not be great at speaking up for themselves. That's verbally. true. And she's and she's got it though. She yeah, that's that's true. It could be an Octavia Spencer. Oh, have you seen Ma? No, but it's the only thing I want to see. I know. I that trailer is the most unpredictable thing I've ever it, it's the most I can't believe it. I can't believe that movie has happened. And that's why I, I mean, have to see it. The trailer kind of tells you what the whole movie is though. Right. I would love if they did not reveal the dark turn it took. And if it was just like these teenagers made friends with someone who has a big empty house. I would love to see a movie with no tension, no antagonist, nothing bad happens. It's just a series of uh, decent to good things happening. <laughs> so, Anna, where do you think this story ranks in terms of like most scary to least scary? Um, This is going to be a hot three. Mm-hmm. I'd say two, but... Yeah. Uh, there is sort of the... The thing that makes me scared is how sexist it is. Yeah. It's like she needs to be punished so badly. And also I don't believe that she – someone would do this. That is that is a recurring thing. The treatment of witches in this series is hard. It's like people don't know that young hot women grow up to be older women. Right. Who are also hot. Right. It's sort of the best you can do as a woman in this series is to die young. Die. And be a ghost that disappears at a dance. Die young. Get murdered a lot. <laughs> Be a nothing. <laughs> Wave back and forth and then disappear. Ma'am. Ma'am. Um, yeah, I feel – I mean, again, like this This takes an exciting turn and then when she gets horseshoed, that's where I'm like, this is an Awful. unnecessary punishment. Yeah, I don't like when blood is shed in these stories. Mm-hmm. There's another story that we that we have yet to read called Such Things Happen. Yes. And that also is a very cruel treatment of a witch. <laughs> Oh, right. Addie. Yeah. Addie. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. I think they don't do a, I think they don't do a good enough job establishing, like, if they're going to make the witch someone who are like, we got to get that witch, like, they never do anything bad, you know? It's always like an old farmer thinks that a, a woman cursed his crops or something. Yeah. Also, like, yeah, it's that their cow stops giving milk. This man is married with a child. He kills her cat on accident, which, right. like, we're not talking about the story, but. Right. If you kill an animal in your story, you've told me everything I need to know about you. Yeah. Not that I think it's that bad. It's just that I think it's the worst possible. Like, I know that there are worse things, but it just shows me that you're not the sort of person who would be too sad to write that into something. And then I don't trust your ass. Right. You tweeted that thing that was like, (laughs) if you give straight men TV shows, like, dogs will get shot. Like They're going to kill the dogs. Yeah. And I feel bad because it's like a lot of shows that I really like. Yeah, but you're right. And I fantasize about... um, unnamed writers of um, (laughs) prestige cable following me on Twitter. Like that's my only sexual fantasy, but man, whenever you kill a dog in a show, I'm like, yeah, I remember in like the first two minutes of house of cards, he like suffocates. And that's, that's what I was like. Literally the first scene. Yeah. He's talking to camera while strangling a dog. (laughs) Your show is straight. (laughs) Oh Oh, man. Well, so yeah, I mean this story. Where would you rank it for scary? I would say I would say it is not a thing that frightened me. It is a thing that troubled me as a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I thought about it a lot. Yeah, I I, I thought about the reality of the story a lot as a kid, where I was like, 
this woman, like, what did he do? Like, what did the, what did the, what did she do afterwards? Like, yeah. did she go to the doctor? Did she die? I feel like it's one of those things where it either makes you closer or tears you apart. Mm-hmm. Depending on your communication level. Right. Well, because also as the husband, wouldn't you be like, oh, I, I feel like I may have, might have screwed up. Like, that would be my first thought. In what way? Like by I buying would, her? No, no. I, in, in By, like, putting horseshoes on. You know what I mean? Like, like I would immediately be like, I'm so sorry. Like, before I'd be like, wait a minute, weren't you a horse? Oh, you know what I mean? the farmer put the horseshoes on her? Yeah. Oh, I thought that oh, was a separate. Sorry, the I blacksmith. That, oh, yeah. that's a separate. Okay. Yeah. Um. Right, right. I don't know. Or, oh, no, sorry. I'm I'm being confusing. I guess the blacksmith is a different person than the farmer. Yeah, the blacksmith. Okay. Or, so, you know what? Forget it. Who would we cast as the blacksmith? Is that like a surprise cameo? Oh. Is it a brand new person? Yeah. Um. I would say maybe a John C. Riley. Um. Kind, kind of kind of fun, dopey, like someone who plays good, who plays groggy well. Oh, that's interesting. I was going a completely different way. Oh, sort of like hot, quiet, troubled. Mm. Um, sort of. Hot, quiet, troubled. HQT, honey. <laughs> um, but I feel like I'm doing a lot of like straight girl pride talk this episode and I, that's so? not who I am. No, you're alone. No, it's like I'm not fun and I shouldn't present as such. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, I can't think of maybe like a, I don't know. I'm bad at casting, but not Justin Thoreau, but sort of in that. Yeah. Like a, a more, um, bold, tall, quiet. Yeah. Hot, quiet, troubled. Not a Javier Bardem. No. Somewhere split the difference between Javier Bardem and Justin Thoreau. And you've got a blacksmith in my opinion. Yeah. Who's that? Who's that? Sound off in the comments. Sound off in the comments. Who's in the middle of just Whisper Thoreau? it into the center of your living room. That's where the comments are. Sound off. <laughs> um, middle of ha- Javier Bardem and Justin Thoreau. Yeah. That's a good – I have no idea. I don't know. My, I, I instantly thought Adrian Brody, which is not true. He's yeah. just a tall person. Once you win an Oscar, I feel like you're no longer a type. Once you, Once you land a kiss on Halle Berry without her – consent that feels rough i have a lot of yeah maybe not maybe yeah he bad he bad well maybe i don't know he made a mistake (laughs) (laughs) where is this is he bad i don't know he made a mistake and that's why harvey weinstein is my dad yeah Yeah, we we haven't seen much of him lately not harvey weinstein (laughs) (laughs) Where's he been? I'm talking about Adrian Brody. What is he doing? I'm talking about Adrian Brody. Oh my god! I feel like after the village, we can all agree they're the same person. <laughs> but um, anyway, wow! What a weird, what a weird episode this was. Really weird episode. Um, Before I close out, can I just say what I remember? My second grade classmates' interpretation of the story was yes. Um, it was about t- n- almost no human beings involved. It was about two horses. Oh. Um, and, uh, one slept near the door. One slept near the door. But no, it was about two horses and a witch. And the two horses were friends. Uh, and the witch wanted to separate them. And I just remember being like, what is going on? This is not it at all. Um, and then the end, no tension at all. She was like, and then the two horses ran away and they lived together, uh, by a lake. <laughs> And then they shot their brains out. <laughs> and that was that. Um, that. That would be a beautiful ending, actually. What is that girl up to now? I have no idea. She's one of the, she's, oh, uh, 
one of the few, unless I'm completely, forgive me, mixing her up with someone else. Um, she's one of the, the few people who like, you know, when you get friended on Facebook by someone you went to elementary school with mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my God, sure. Yes. Um, like I, out of curiosity, like looked through and like searched on Facebook for, uh, you know, like that led me down that road. And she is someone who has no social media <gasps> presence, which I'm actually kind of like, that's cool as hell. That's kind of spooky. Yeah. I, she never existed. It was I just think she's a witch. She was that. Oh my god! <laughs> You're like, and she had like a. She loved wolves. And yeah, it was crazy. I just disassociated that part of myself from myself. You rejected it. Yeah, we've all been there. Um, sometimes you gotta ride Tyler around, and then you get tricked, and it's Ben. <laughs> and I've never felt that was the experience of being twenty and dating a Tish. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> It's going to be Tyler. It's going to be Ben. Sooner or later, you, you got gotta you gotta, the horseshoes on your hands. <laughs> Ugh, you're um, at a fundraiser party in Bushwick. Oh, God. Remember those? That's its own scary story. Man. Um, real quick. Yeah. Before we say goodbye, um, what's something kind of scary that happened to you this week? Oh, uh, that's a really good question. It's a lame answer. Uh, right. As you know, you and I and our friends saw um, – Godzilla. Yes. This week. Yep. Uh, in IMAX, which I could talk about that movie forever. I think. And we will. There should probably be a whole episode where Anna plays her her impression of Mothra, which is the perfect character. <laughs> She's just so upset. <laughs> Don't look at me because I feel like I look bad, but I know that I'm hot. <laughs> her whole thing is that she helps Godzilla and then explodes. <laughs> Which, like, again. And then turns into dust that makes him stronger. Yeah, which, like, ladies, if you haven't done that in every relationship <laughs> you've ever been. And then you I just feel like I'm queer, but I only date men. <laughs> and Anna also pointed out that Rodan, who's, um, who's like, the giant the pterodactyl. Yeah. Um, Rodan sounds like the name of, like, your mom's friend. Yeah, she's super fun. Yeah. She smokes in her house. Hey, it's Rodan. Hey, it's Rodan. Where's your mom? <laughs> You got milk, and you're like, am I allowed to give you milk? I don't know. You're assuming a level of familiarity. I live in a volcano. What do you want? What do you want? Stab me through the hot with your ass. (laughs) You did say the funniest thing ever. Your impression of Rodan Rodan, was very good. Rodan talking shit about Mothra and being like, no, you know what? I go in. I try to say hi to her. She stabs me in the chest with her ass. (laughs) Stabs me with her ass. (laughs) It's really Uh, good. Oh, but so we saw saw Godzilla, which is not scary. It is – I mean, I think everyone does a good job. It's yeah, a bad movie. Everyone does a good job. I think no one does a good job and everyone does a bad yeah, job. It's bad it's good bad job. good fun. It's good. I it's too long, but mm-hmm. it's really good. Uh every scene is the most important scene in the movie. That's um but there's a trailer for the new It movie. <gasps> and it's Jessica Chastain mm-hmm. uh with an elderly actress who like she should be the highest paid person in Hollywood, whoever this woman is. I can't get over that trailer. Um, it Her, just, she, that's like, like, the thing that I, that scared me so badly. I, it's so it's like, she's having tea with this woman and the woman's like, did you know that everyone who ever lived in this town never really dies? <laughs> um, Perfectly and Jessica emotional. Chastain is like, no, I didn't know that. Um, but then Jessica Chastain's like looking around. It's like Pennywise's daughter or something. Yeah, it's confusing. And I'm Jessica Chastain is looking around at the framed art on the walls. And behind her, they're in the living room. There's like a darkened kitchen. Um, and you see past the kitchen doorway. I'm like scaring myself telling the story to myself. Uh, 
is that she kind of shuffles past while fully nude and out yes. of focus. And she's sort of pumping her arms like she's power walking and sort of waddling like a little penguin. It's played for laughs, but it, it the thing is I'm staying in a bunch of Airbnbs and I love to stay in a 1920s bungalow yeah. Airbnb. And that's exactly where she would be. And that is exactly where she would be. And if I tell you that every single doorway in this house looks exactly like the doorway mm. from that. And also there's like a giant kitchen. The kitchen is the largest room in the house, which is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I slept with the lights on three nights in a row because of that one moment in a trailer. And that's why oh. I'm never having children because I'm weak. <laughs> yeah, You know what? And that's. You're allowed to. You're allowed to do that. It also that the movie. Uh, first of all, I think we're pathologizing an interest in elderly women. Yeah. I think, and I think that we should because I think that it's weird when women don't die. <laughs> um, second of all, uh, the movie The Visit. Yeah, had a similar a great, theme oh of like God. I think also a naked old woman yeah. galloping. Mm-hmm. That scared me so bad. Well, I love a hardwood floor too, and that movie is hard, hardwood floor is is the fifth lady of that movie. Um, right, but. That, like people's minds making them go crazy is what scares me the most because that's real. That could yeah. happen. Oh my god! And that's what's uh, Deanna Dunnigan, who's the grandmother in the visit, Ooh. was Violet Weston in August Osage County on Broadway. Isn't that great? You know everything <laughs> except for anything valuable. I have zero practical skills. Um, yeah, that's it's. I don't think I don't think that's lame at all. I think that's great. What um, scared you this week? Oh, thank you for saying that. That's I, I true. need to stop glossing over praise. <laughs> um. um so Chris was out of town this weekend at Mount Zion. Yes. Or Zion National Park. Not Mount Zion. I don't know. He was gone for a weekend hiking. Um, and I stayed home and I was reading a book about the Salem Witch Trials called A Storm of Witchcraft, which I really recommend. Oh, my God. It kind of goes through every theory of what could have been behind the Salem Witch Trials. One of which is like hallucinogenic like stuff in wheat that was like growing in wheat. Oh, like a wheat mold. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um, but, uh, I was reading, I was reading that story and I, I get into the same place where it's like, I fill my head with scary stuff. Uh-huh. Um, all like atmospheric things, like not like gory, tortury things. Um, and then like, as soon as I'm alone or like I'm out of town on work or Chris is out of town, I am, I go to sleep. I turn on all the lights. I like lie down. And then instantly my head is filled with like the worst images imaginable. <gasps> um, and it comes from in my closet, I own a bunch of wigs and um, sure. And uh, one of the wigs is uh, like a, a wig that I use to impersonate Anne Dowd. And it's uh-huh. kind of a long, it's a really good wig. It's character. A good wig. It's a really good Anne Dowd. Thank you very much. Um, but when I leave my closet door open, the wig kind of hangs down over uh, my like shirts. No. And Andrew, move the wig. And I and that's what I just need to do. But I woke up and I was too scared because when I look at it and the closet door is open, it looks like a person it looks like the sleeves of my shirt are legs. No. And a person is like hunched over with their hair hanging over their legs. Like sitting up on something? Yeah, like sitting on the top shelf of my closet. <gasps> that's and, the worst possible combination. And it was the scariest thing I could imagine. Um, and that's my, that's my weekly scare. That is, um, that's very scary. And the, what's that like a psychological phenomenon where it makes you see humanoid shapes at night? Oh yes. I don't, I don't know what that's called. Sound off in the comments. Yeah. Tell us. It's called Tyler and Ben are roommate syndrome. <laughs> oh, wow. Anna, this Andrew, is a fun one. guys, listen, this is a good podcast. Admit it. Um, Admit you it. fucking like it. Um, please. 
subscribe. Yeah, write write a review. Write a review on iTunes. Neither of us know anything about anything. Right. Be considerate, though. We're both 31, (laughs) just for a few months. Yeah, I I knew a lot about how to uh, load a washer. An old, but an older type washer, but now I don't know anything else. That's good. I know how to, um... (laughs) What if the show just cut off right there? Just nosebleed. Instant (laughs) crying so hard. Um, I know a lot about uh, the plots of Game of Thrones right now because I am watching it all at once. So I present as an expert when really I'm just late to the party. Wow. That's great. Yeah. That's what I know. Um... Well, guys, listen, we're going to do these episodes all the time. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah, just like us, please. And we'll have another episode with our urban lead. Urban lead just so. Yeah, later this week. Later this week. Okay, friends. Thanks, Anna. Thanks, Andrew. Bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.